This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, Brian. Now hit me with it. What, what, what you got? What you got for me? Well, I, you know the thing. The thing about it is, though, with uh, you know this, it's just to me this the whole thing about you know my 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 the people who follow me on Twitter and, and I thank every one of them. I appreciate that. You know, I answered a question about which team you wouldn't want to play, and I brought up the Rams. You know, and mm. so. You know, now my timeline's filled with like, oh, you're scared, you're a P-word, you're, you know, all this <laughs> stuff. I'm just answering the questions, folks. I really am. I'm just, if folks are nice enough to ask me a question, I try and answer the question. But, you know, I mean, yeah, there's nothing given about going to, because there's two things here with the commanders, and we'll get into it. One, Ron Rivera, this is probably his last game ever coaching. It, seriously. Yeah. This is probably his last game. Do I worry about a situation when we saw with Lovey Smith last year in Houston in that final game that they played? where clearly if they lose the game, they have the number one pick, and what do they do? They win the game and they get the second overall pick. You know, if you're commander's ownership and you desperately need a quarterback and you're sitting with the second pick right now, if you win this game, maybe you drop down a little further and then you don't get the quarterback that you absolutely want. You know, so I I would be, if I'm ownership, I'd have to be very mindful of saying, listen, Ron, we need to not win this game. But you can't do that because this is likely going to be Ron Rivera's last game of coaching in the National Football League. I just don't I don't see Ron Rivera, you know, like saddling up and taking a DC job somewhere. Well, maybe he would, but I, I, I just don't. I so you know he's going to go out and try and win this game. It's a it's an opponent that absolutely, you know, does you know has given you problems in the past. You know, the the Commanders. We're going to well, get last into- two, the last two years have been rough visits there for Dak Prescott. Yes, yes. So to me, I'm not sitting here. Would it it would be it would be horrific if the Cowboys had a chance to get the second overall seed and they go and flop against the Commanders. Yep. But but you know what? The way that Dallas has played on the road, you mentioned the attention to detail or lack of at times. The way that they get, you know, the penalties, uh spotty play, uh unfortunately fumble the ball out of the back of the end zone, throw an interception late on the outside. You know, there's, you know, just, there's just things that don't always jime. And I, I I'm not going to sit there and act like, oh, well, commanders are a 13 point dog in this game. And this is going to be a tough game. It really is. I'm, 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 I'm expecting a, a very, very physical game from the commanders. You know, when we talk about the Cowboys and, and, We'll, we'll get into specifics here on the film, which we saw against the Lions. But I, I was talking about this on 105 Through the Fan on Tuesday morning, and I'm, I'm curious if you subscribe to this thought. To me, the Cowboys have a, in terms of just talent across the board, the Cowboys are a top five roster in the yes. NFL. Like they're, yes. they're one of the more talented, well-balanced Absolutely. teams in the NFL. Yes. The problem, I think, is that when it comes to 
being a disciplined football team, a, a team that's really detail-oriented, I think they're probably in the bottom third in the NFL. They no are question. one of the worst detail-oriented teams in, I've seen in, in the league this year. No and my question is, is that just sloppiness? Is that something where you kind of are what you are and you're just going to have to pray that in these playoff games you're not getting into a lot of late, close game situations where those details can burn you? Or is that something that you think reasonably, hey, they might be able to clean up some of this down the stretch? I hope they can clean it up, but you're very fortunate you didn't win, didn't lose that game the other day. And, yeah. you, and you know, you, you they ran the two-point play and, you know, fortunately it was a penalty. Then what do you do? You back them up, and the first thing you do is dive into the neutral zone. You know, and, and, you, and you pressure. There's incomplete interception there, uh, you know, and you're, you're like, damn, that, that should have ended it right there. So, you know, they've got to do better. They've got to do better on those details for sure. So, uh, Brian, coming out of this game, it was a 20 to 19 victory for the Cowboys. And, uh, you know, it's a, a game where after a, a lot of discussion about CeeDee Lamb and how much he was involved and how much he was targeted, he became a focal point once again. Uh, had an absolutely fantastic game, broke Michael Irvin's record for receptions in a season, uh, franchise record for receptions in a season, and the franchise record for receiving yards in a season. Uh, he was really good in this game. Defensively, I thought that the big stars coming out of this one were Jordan Lewis, Donovan Wilson, and Demarcus Lawrence. I thought they made a big impact for you. What stood out for you in this game specifically, good or bad, from the Cowboys? Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah we mentioned the blocking from um from tony uh from tony pollard i think that helped a lot in the in the game in the overall game because it was going to be important because of the way the lions like to blitz secondary guys, and then also their linebackers. So great job by Tony helping out there. CeeDee Lamb, th that was a playoff football game, and that just shows you what the game plan needs to be. If 17 passes need to go towards CeeDee Lamb every game in order for you to win, throw 17 balls to CeeDee Lamb. Just yeah. do it. You know, the quarterback, he and the quarterback had that rapport. Just go ahead and do it. I felt like, though, that teams are starting to try and take Jake Ferguson out of the game. They're taking him out of the game by treating him like a wide receiver. Sometimes you're going to see nickel 
corners go play him in certain down and distance situations, I believe. Yeah, he's not going to surprise defenses no, anymore. No, not anymore. That's so, you know, Ferguson, uh, and, 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 I, and then you're asking me about guys that played well, though. You know, Lamb, of course, Dak. I mean, I think there's some throws that Dak would absolutely love to have back. The interception, the interception he had was a reckless throw. It was just a reckless throw. Yeah, he was trying what, to make something happen. He was trying to make something happen. He made something happen in the 92-yard pass. It's amazing how he was able to keep his balance after the hit, get outside the pocket, keep the eyes down the field, and then Lamb to win all the way down the field he did. But the, the pass, the second down pass at the end of the game, you know, I, I guarantee you if he if if it's if it's Tolbert running it, Tolbert's running the, the the deep end and it's past the sticks, it's gonna be a first down. And but Dak launches it down to Cooks, but you know Cooks is short uh, down there, so it, I mean they don't get the full route. But I think if it was if it was Lamb running the in instead of Tolbert, I think Dak probably throws that ball and it's, it's game over. The tripping call was horrible; it kind of sets you back uh, uh, that way. But defensively, you mentioned it. Uh, Lewis was outstanding. The interception was a special play on his part to stay at home. Reading the back, Montgomery's coming his direction. It was a high home, IQ play. Home. Boom. And all of a sudden, Oso Digizua gets pressure up the middle. The ball, like, and, and, and golf just turns and wheels and throws it left. Well, there's, there's Lewis. He's seen it. He read the play. He's driving. He makes the interception. Great job. Tank Lawrence, I can't tell you how many times it was Tank just his awareness of what the situation is and what the blockers might be doing to him. You know, I, I I think it's incredible. I think there's some gambling going on on the goal line that he pulled off. You know, two guys, him and Clark, both go through the same gap, and where he probably should have gone the other way, but he went behind Glasgow, the center, or excuse me, the guard, because he felt like that he could he was going to overplay him. He overplayed him. He went back door. Him and Clark go through the same gap. That's usually a recipe for disaster. But anyway, they make it work. Negative plays. You know, that's. Tank, they, they, you know, they go unbalanced line. They don't block him at all. What does he do? Minus four. That's what you got to have to win these games. And Tank is that guy. Short yardage, goal line, tight, tight goal line. It doesn't matter. I mean, he is. He has this awareness about him uh, to make those plays. So uh, outstanding, outstanding job by him playing in that football game. It's funny. I heard um, Greg Ellis talked uh, one time about how that 07 playoff game against the Giants that, that they lost, um, that the the middle eight they they were getting down near the they were getting down near the end of uh, the first half, yeah. and the Giants were driving and they were getting ready to score. And Greg Ellis just said that he he was sitting there the whole time going like I got to make a play. Yeah, like, like like he said he just heard Mike Zimmer and Dave Campo the years of coaching just reverberating his ear of like you need to make a play right here because you cannot let them score. Right, and and how he felt like if. If we stop them, which the Giants did score there, I think they kicked a field goal. Greg Ellis felt like that they they turned the game there with them scoring at the end of the first half, yeah. and that that's something where where he thought like I got to make a play, and, and he came up short, and he said that's one of his big regrets that he didn't make a play on that drive that he really wanted yeah. to. I bring that up to say I feel like Demarcus Lawrence is the guy that in those situations where it's like got to make a play, got to yeah. make a play. Demarcus Lawrence is going to make the play every yeah. single time. He will. It's not going to be on, on on each single snap, but. 
if there is a drive, if there's a big drive to be had, Demarcus Lawrence is going to flash at least once on that drive. He's going to come up big for you. No, he is. He is really good on twist stunts. He's really good playing the run. He's really. He's got special awareness and instincts and the ability to read the blockers in front of him. That whether they're tipping back, rocking back in their stance for a pass, they got all their weight on their hand. You know, their feet are different. He studies the game. He studies these blockers. Like I say, that play that he made when he goes back door in Glasgow, the guard, that's, no, he's, I, I guarantee you, I think I'm 95% right. He was supposed to go front side and take on and shoot that gap. And he saw an opportunity to play back door and get to the, and get to the ball quicker by letting Glasgow go past him. And then now he's back door and now he's in on the play. That's just that's just so. I mean, it's it, in that situation you're gambling you're gambling to make a play, and if you're wrong, it's probably going to kill you. But more times than not, his gambles pay off. I've seen him I've seen him play edge and slant all the way down like into the B gap to go and just just straight shoot a gap. Just his to, instincts just, are fantastic. It's incredible. Like he understands. And this is what we're talking about, these Cowboy linebackers. You know, when when in the Sean Lees and the Dat Wins and the Dexter Coakleys and these guys and that ability, uh, Leighton Van Der Esch, that ability to see formation and understand balls going right there or balls going over here and then getting over there and making a negative play. You know, I remember a game against Philadelphia. Sean Lee made a, a ball. They threw a screen to the outside uh, to Westbrook and and – Sean Lee makes a tackle for minus five, and it knocks Philadelphia out of field goal range. You know, I mean, that's the kind of those are the kinds of plays that you got to have to win games like you did against Detroit, and going forward when you know you get into the first round, second round, and and on. Big victory, certainly not without its warts uh, over the Detroit Lions, but a big yeah. victory nonetheless. And now puts you in a position after the Cardinals take care of the Eagles Amazing. for you to uh, you know beat the Commanders and take this number two seed and not have to see the San Francisco 49ers to the, until the NFC title game and, and get the opportunity for somebody else to potentially knock them off. Uh, a, a great series of events, a, a fortunate turn of events here for the Cowboys in the schedule late in the season. You are listening to the Love the Star podcast. The Love the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.